0: This is Southern Deer Close-Up on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com.
1: Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. Joining me from the Waterman Conservation Center is Chris Audet. Welcome to the program. Welcome back. And, and when I have you come in, it just tells me right then and there it must be spring.
0: Exactly. Very happy to be here. I can't believe it's been so long.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, time is, is not what it used to be.
0: <laughs> Indeed.
1: <laughs> well, I've had a whole bunch of stuff. Unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to talk to you before now because Earth Day is a very big deal at Waterman and a lot of the uh, the environmental type um, organizations and, and venues we have around. And we didn't get a chance to talk to you about Earth Day and all the cleanup and everything else that you guys were doing. The thing that's nice is that you actually this year were able to do some stuff, where last year it was a whole different ball
0: game. No, it, polar opposites. Well, yeah, I, I wanted to wish you a, a happy belated Earth Day, um, and and, and to all of your listeners, what a great day. Um, and, yeah, yeah, a lot we, of things, uh, things
1: go in a, a different direction as far as environmental issues with uh, what's going on in Washington right now, too. so that's got to be something you guys are watching
0: oh absolutely we we watch with interest and 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 then we we just try to put out positivity. Um, you know we our our job is to get people interested and 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 for, from from there where they go um is is what we watch with interest but right. uh no, we, we we had a, a volunteer event and uh, did some some sprucing up around the center, and um, then on on Earth Day we had a um, a program with the local Cub Scouts and and we uh, we we planted marigolds uh, as as uh, to, to learn about what plants grow in our uh, our uh, agricultural region uh, or zone. Um, and I talked about how marigold can protect other plants from uh, bad bugs and, and pests.
1: Yeah, you always plant marigolds around things to try to keep the rabbits and squirrels away, and it's kind of a <laughs> iffy of whether it works or not. But they look nice.
0: Rabbits and squirrels, yeah, they, they're tenacious. Uh, talk about kind of insect pests and that sort of thing. You, you plant marigolds in your garden, intersperse them uh, through, through your food crops, and, and it. Effectively camouflages them from from some insect pests,
1: and you can also use them in your salad. The petals—that I actually didn't know. Yeah, the, the the petals have a kind of a peppery flavor to them. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay, I knew about violets.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've used those in wedding cakes, but anyway, <laughs> I, I digress. <laughs> and and don't get me started on lavender. I've used that in in uh, peach pies.
0: Oh, of course, and and, and relatively local too.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh,
0: yeah, no. Uh, it, <laughs> digressions are always uh, <laughs> uh, uh, will always get you. Um, well, I wanted to start the interview. I, I have a I have a trivia question for you.
1: Uh oh, I did really <laughs> well on Jeopardy the other night, but it was uh, Van Gogh painting. But anyway, go ahead.
0: Well, not quite Van Gogh, but I I think they're they're beautiful. I, I already gave you a hint. How about that? So I want to ask you, what Waterman trees? have witnessed the majority of post-colonial American history.
1: Well, one would think an, uh, a long-lived tree would be an oak.
0: Yeah. yeah, we may have some oaks that are long-lived. Uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. and, and Yep, the IBM Glen, there, there, there are a few specimens that old, but... Uh, Boy, those are those are rare gems to find. I'm, I'm talking about uh, of almost to the scale of a forest. We have, we have lots of them on our properties.
1: Hmm. I guess I don't know.
0: The eastern hemlock. Oh, okay. And I, I, I bring up the subject because uh, as of uh, this broadcast, we have completed um, our second round of treatments against the uh, invasive species that attacks these amazing, very long-lived trees that are super important to the environment. Um, so we have, between the IBM Glen, Hiawatha Island, and Hilton Road, we've uh, safeguarded, oh, somewhere between five and 600 trees.
1: How do you do that?
0: Uh, well, unfortunately, chemicals. But uh,
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: Um, you know, it's it's targeted application uh, for a, a really good purpose, um, and and it's kind of our stopgap. While uh, our our friends at Cornell work on researching um, biological controls uh, right. against this this bug that just it, it prevents the trees from growing. It, it attacks new growth, and um, the the trees just. Can't regenerate and, and eventually they, they succumb to something else.
1: Well, this in, invasive species, I, I, things that pop into my mind more than I know, a lot of things pop into my mind, some of them co workers, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oops! Did I say that out loud? Um, <laughs> but I, I think of, of buggy things that go after our trees, like the uh, lantern fly and the emerald a- the b- borer beetle thing that's been doing numbers on the the ash tree. And of course, you know, then you have the diseases like that took out the chestnut trees. Uh, but the mm-hmm. no, blame, yeah, and and but then again, I think about the zebra mussels, and it seems like everybody just is you know gunning for our our native species you know what's up with this you guys have have things that are going on with with plants and it's just not the weeds that in my garden that i'm mad at it's there's things that do some really a lot of harm to the environment
0: well ironically a lot of what we consider weeds are actually really beneficial native plants um it just happens to be you know what what are we trying to do in that specific area right um but yeah, we can we can put our weeding skills to uh, to, to good use. Actually, today uh, we're we're uh, running a garlic mustard pulling contest. We're calling it a Garlic Mustard Throwdown, um, and it's going to be paired with a um, couple of plant walks at Brick Pond, so we can you know learn the goodies versus the baddies, um, and and then at all Waterman properties in your backyard, uh, anywhere you get permission. We don't want anybody chased away by a, a mob of, of angry people with pitchforks. <laughs> uh, make sure you are allowed to be where you're pulling garlic mustard. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, today, uh, the the first walk starts at 10, there's the second walk at 10.30, uh, and then the, uh, the pulling contest goes all weekend. Uh, the way you enter... Is you, uh, you snap a picture with, uh, ideally a selfie with your, uh, haul of garlic mustard and, um, you know, creativity counts. Uh, you know, you, the pile doesn't have to be too big, but if you make me laugh, it's bonus points. <laughs> um, and, uh, then every, everybody that enters a appropriate photo, uh, and posts it to our Facebook page with the hashtag hold the mustard. Um they will be entered into a drawing for, for a couple of prizes. One being uh, painstakingly crafted delightful handmade soap made by yours. Truly. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. hopefully that got some interest. Uh and, I'll and, have to send others. you some of uh, my
1: lavender. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I actually I need to go visit the farm and, and, and see about procuring some. I've I've not worked with that yet. Um uh, but one's a lovely um A a balsam and cedar scent that I call Waterman Woods.
1: Oh, that's nice. Well,
0: if if people don't know, making's cool. It's it's the perfect intersection of art and science. You know, I I get to play with uh, you know interesting chemical reactions and uh, some of the oldest chemical reactions we've known about.
1: Well, it comes in uh, handy when you're pulling weeds. The the prize is soap.
0: Yeah, see, exactly. You get (laughs) all dirty, and then you win the soap to clean up. It's I couldn't have designed it better.
1: Right. Hey, I noticed that in the news release that you said, I'm sure it's on your website too, about the, the first annual garlic mustard pulling. There is a picture of what the plant looks like so you know what you're yanking out of the ground and it's the right stuff. And someone's not just sending you a picture of a wheel, wheelbarrow full of um, garlic bulbs and, and mustard jars.
0: Or, or, or violets or, or, you know, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, do your research. You can even go on our, our website and Facebook page and, 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 and look at uh, videos about how you identify it, how you should pull it, how you should dispose of it. I mean, goodness, uh, if, if there's any flowers at this point, um, you want to make sure that you're, you're putting it in the, the orange little pens that we've put up. And and that you um, or if you're doing it on your own property, you want to put it in a bag, seal that bag um, and and let it get all good and nasty before you dispose of it because we, we don't want to pull it and then and then throw it somewhere and, and
1: spread it around
0: uh, and then actually spread it yeah
1: <laughs> that yeah that would be bad now normally around mother's day which is coming up really soon you guys have uh the the thing with the the raptors but it, first of all welcome back that with this year that you are back to some capacity that you had, but as things start to relax a little bit, and of course we found out so much more about this nasty pandemic that things being outside are a little bit safer than than other things. Um,
0: and, and that certainly plays into our wheelhouse.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But you know, still, you know, masks and distancing and things like that. But you're you're still not going to be able to do the birds of prey thingy, are you?
0: No, we won't. Uh, you know, inevitably, the weekend that we do that program um it it rains it rains it snows um it's bitter cold um and and then and then of course the next day and the day before it are are, our beautiful you know record-setting warm days and 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 then we get the nasty one well
1: that's mother Uh, nature saying it's my day i'll do what i want
0: yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) don't don't mess with mama uh (laughs) so uh yeah we won't be doing the raptor show hopefully next year I hope so, um, yeah, raptors we, we keep things
1: Raptors safe. Raptors really have a, I d don't know why I just they have a I have a soft place in my heart, even they're they're terrifyingly awesome. Um, I have bird feeders at my house and we're not sure if it's a Cooper hawk or if it's a red tail. I think it's a young red tail hawk. But it is absolutely, you know, absolutely amazing. The birds will be at the feeder, and then all of a sudden they disappear in the holly bush, right next mm-hmm. to the feeder, and absolutely quiet. But that bird, the the hawk, will just swoop right down and snatch a sparrow right from the bird feeder, and it's just amazing to watch. But like I said, terrifyingly awesome. So oh, I
0: it's you, raw power. You, you know, yeah. I, I think we like raptors because they're they're like the Biker gang of the, of the third world. <laughs> you know they—they're—they're they're, they're the bad boys. Okay, Chris, uh,
1: you and I are going to go out and get tattoos. <laughs> I love <absolutely>. raptors tattoos.
0: <laughs> absolutely, I'm game. Oh, a, ni- a nice red tailed hawk or something.
1: Yeah, Cooper hawk. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it probably it could be a young red-tail. Uh, we, we we do get plenty of Cooper's hawks through uh, transiting through the area, but we have a lot more red tails. Yeah. Um, but eh, we'll see. We'll I'll see. have to
1: send you a picture. But instead, you're going to get uh, something that's kind of nice, not on Mother's Day, but uh, something that's kind of associated with mom that you got planned.
0: Yeah, on Saturday, the 22nd, we're going to have an Earth Mother's Wildflower Walk. That'll be located at the IBM Glen and it starts at 10 in the morning. Um, we, we of course, all for the most part, our, our programs, unless we specifically tell you... Um, they're, they're free of charge. Our, our mission is to provide this education. That being said, if you want to uh, bring a $5 bill <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and give us a little donation, it goes a long way to, to helping us do programs in the future. Um, but, yeah, that will be led, led by our naturalist, Jeff Smith. Um, he's forgotten more things about wildflowers than I will ever know. Wow. Uh, he's, he's an absolute machine. Um, and 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 leads super good walks. So um, put that on your calendar. Um, also happening in May is we're uh, opening up entries for our uh, uh, second photo contest, and and this one is going to produce a calendar. Uh, we're also looking for sponsors. If if you want to advertise your business uh, or or just simply sponsor our calendar and, and help out a, a nonprofit. Um, contact uh, us at the Waterman Center, either director at watermancenter.org or 607-625-2221. But for all of our uh, budding photographers, you know, maybe, maybe you can even get some good shots while you're attending our Earth Mother's Wildflower Walk.
1: Wow, that's uh, excellent.
0: Yeah. Um, so the submissions run... May 15th through August 15th, um, and, and you have a chance of uh, being featured in a, a calendar that will um, sell and distribute to businesses and, and, and all of that. It'll well, Chris. immortalized.
1: We are, believe it or not, out of time already. This has been an awful lot of fun. Where can people find out some more things about some of the programs that are up and coming and where the facilities are for Waterman for the walks and, and you know, how to help you guys out because like every other nonprofit over this past year, I'm sure you guys have really taken a hit in being able to do any fundraising or even educational programs. So how do they get a hold of you or find out some more information?
0: Well, it's not been easy, but we've, we've really prided ourselves on providing safe places for people to get out of the house. Um, you know, our, our six preserves located in Broome and Tioga County. Uh, check out watermancenter.org. Uh, all of our mission, uh, all of our, of course our mission, all of our information is on there too. Um, how to get to our preserves, where they're located. Um, if you go to the top of our webpage, if you're on a, a, a uh, you uh, know, desktop, Um, you find the middle little bubble. It's called Programs. Uh, That's all of our upcoming stuff. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, We post most of our programs as events on there as well. Um, And uh, Goodness, yeah, come out. Find us. Walk our preserves. Pick some garlic mustard. Mm -hmm. Um, Visit our store. Uh, Come out to 403 Hilton Road. Uh, the Interpretive Center is open. Uh, you know, of course, it's, it's decreased capacity. But, um, you know, for the average visitor comes through uh, and, and, and spends less than, than 15 minutes or so, um, it's a safe place to come. Uh, and we've got activity kits for kids. We have clothing. We have handmade jewelry. We, of course, have handmade soaps. Come out, support us, shop, see some interesting animals connect back with nature.
1: Well, thank you very much for being my guest today. And um, spring is here because we've talked to Chris.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's right. And and in fall, look for a uh, really big project, state grant funded, coming up at our uh, Interpretive Center. We're going to install a water quality park with lots of demonstrations and interactive things to do. Uh, we'll have a press event in June.
1: All right. Well, thanks a lot. This has been the Southern Tier Close Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. I'm Kathy White for the Southern Tier
0: Close Up. Past the million mile mark.